Welcome to Freedom to Choose from Just As I Am Ministries, a nonprofit providing hope to those caught in the devastation of addiction or who are searching for a better way to live. In this series, The Life, you'll study the life of Jesus. Who is he? What is he really like? Does he care about me? Rich and Susan Collenberg are a husband and wife team who found freedom over two decades ago from their lives of drug addiction and alcoholism. They found biblical answers and now share their experience of freedom on Freedom to Choose. Hello, everyone. My name is Rich Collenberg. And my name is Susan Collenberg. And we would like to welcome you once again to Freedom to Choose and our series, The Life. And we are on program number 18 in the series, The Life. And you can get this program and all the other programs um, that we have um, all the other radio programs that we've done back since 2011, and you can find them on our website, www.justasiamministries.com, plus many other resources. Anyway, got that out of the way. Um, the be, title? The title is The Real Power. Thank you for bringing that up, because that's <laughs> very important. Uh, I thought for sure you were Program gonna, 18, The Real yes, Power. Yeah, so yeah. in the series of life, if you want to look this one back up again, yeah. You know, and I got to remember to say them at the end of the program too, because uh, I fail in that regard. And a lot of times, we'll have people call and say, "What well, was that well, program that aired?" And yeah, it's, and it's hard to go back and um, to figure out which one it is. So. Yeah. So this is program eighteen, the real power. Mm-hmm. Susan, would you bring uh, begin with a word of, word of prayer, please? Yes, our loving Father in heaven, we are grateful that um, your real power is a power to change lives. That it's not power to come in and to oppress and and control but to give us freedom and to allow us to um to grow and to learn and to advance and so we're grateful that that we can rely upon you to uh do the best but um always in um a healing manner never to come in and to um oppress and so we're grateful for that and uh, we just pray for your spirit right now and it's in jesus name we pray amen amen you know, and when we look at the Bible, you know, we see those stories in there of how God went and and flipped David around from being a murderer and an adulteress to, to be capable of writing Psalm 51, creating me a clean heart and renewing me a, a right spirit and wash me so I might be clean mm-hmm. and search my heart in case there might be a wicked way in me. Right. And, and so God's God's real power, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag right off the get-go, is what, Susan? Is his ability to win you back to wholeness. And by using one thing, and that is love. love. Well, you know, it's interesting you were talking about David. So can in our own, I I don't know if it's sanctified or not, but in our own imagination, can we go to heaven when Uriah and David meet for the first time? Is Uriah going to turn to God and say, but God, you were supposed to get vengeance on David and for Dave, me, and, and God's going to say, I did. I did, and here he is. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah, he, I he, did. I he, put him... He, I, he took the prescription. He went through the school of hard knocks. It was painful for him when Nathan the prophet out, came to but, him. And, but God's vengeance, 
is always to restore the person that is out of harmony with God. Yeah. That's the beautiful thing. So when God says, uh, don't worry, I'll repay vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. I think a lot of times we go in a human um, mindset and say, God's going to get him. And so I'm good with that. And I'll just wait until God does it. I can let I can let it go in this life. Yeah, because in, your mind. in the next life, God's going to do it to him or whatever. Yeah. And But God is saying, my vengeance is restoration. Well, to- now he's, gonna, he's going to discipline. And in, oh, that, and in that discipline, someone might come back around. Absolutely. God might say to, yes. say, and I'm sure God's going to say to, to uh, Uriah, yeah, I disciplined David, and and you know what? He came around. Isn't that a wonderful right, thing? Right. And of course, if Uriah would say that's not too wonderful, then Uriah wouldn't be there. Right. You see. God so knows. So you you right. may have an enemy right now, and you may you're be waiting praying, for God to to get his vengeance and on him. God's discipline may draw them. And we all make may wake up one day and say. Wow. Well, first we're going to say, wow, what am I doing here? And then we're going to say, what's he doing there? What's she doing there? And it's because of God's goodness. And and it'll be a great story. Absolutely. Because God is trying to win everyone. Right. And that's 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 kinda... the be- that's a beautiful principle with God. You know, He is not um, out to destroy; He's always out to win. That's always out to win. Yeah. And now, in His and now all those stories through the Bible, those are isolated stories. Okay, and as we read the Bible, we're reading about Adams and Seths and Noahs and Davids and all the way through. But just think about it: these stories, there are billions of them, mm-hmm. just like it. Just because these are recorded in the Bible, these are those those stories. There, they happen to be in a historical. Re- There's tons of historical records right. of everybody's life who God has been trying to reach. Right, your life. Susan's life, my life, there's all a historical record of it on what God did and how I or Susan or you responded to it. Right. And so um, just I, I would like to get in that mindset because in, in Jesus's promisings and in his warnings, he's talking to each one of us individually. God so loved the world. God also so loved you that he gave his only begotten son so that you by believing in him, might not perish, but have everlasting life. See, the experiences that are related to all these other people and the way God operates and the way he treats people, those experiences, they're also our experiences. It's how God's going to relate to us too. Mm -hmm. See, every promise, every prayer, and every warning, they're mine, they're yours, they're everyone's. Right. And that's the transforming power of God. We see how he treats his children. Absolutely. And so um, when Paul says, I'm crucified with Christ, nevertheless, I live not yet, not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And that's in Galatians 2.20. As faith receives and assimilates those principles of truth, they those truths can be a part of the become a part of us as as an individual and the motivational power in that person's life yeah you know and and we were talking before the program uh with Steve the the program uh, director here about being healthy and about eating right and getting plenty of exercise and you know and we 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 f- go to this metaphor quite often about because Jesus is the bread of life but to when you eat healthy you, you be your body assimilates the healthy food 
and as a result, you become healthier. And when we when we partake partake of the bread of life, when we partake of Jesus and and, and keep an eye on His character and how He treats people, uh, we are actually assimilating that. In other words, we're 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 feasting on Him if we want to. Right, because it can be the other way. around. It can around, be the other right? way around, but because God doesn't want to. Ad- he doesn't want to erase our individuality. In other words, everything that we want, if we want to be like Jesus, then we follow him, and then he does. he's not de- destroying our individuality. We have made the choice. Right, and if we don't want to be like Jesus, but, he will honor that as he, well. Yeah, he will respect our decision to perish. Right, and so that's interesting because you were talking about, you know, if we eat healthy, so if we're not eating healthy— or if we're partaking in things that we take into our senses that aren't healthy, the whole organism, our brains and our bodies can become unhealthy. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know, what was that one guy that he ate like fast food restaurant? And uh, he yeah, had yeah. the same thing like for a month and he just got extremely obese it was and called really bad. Super size me or something. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. And so you, we are what we eat. We are what we partake of and with our eyes and our ears and and what comes out of our mouth as well, right? So it, it's um, it's really practical. You know, it's like it, an it's like this concept. But it's in it's a reality. Yeah, yeah. See now if if sin is just a legal problem that you're breaking the rules, no, no. Sin changes you. Right. If it, I can be changed into a different creature if I'm not listening to my Bible tapes on the way way to work and I start listening to other things. Right. Bad things. Right. Um angry people. Right. Uh what what have you. Because we, by beholding, we become change, and you became you become like that which you worship and admire. See, and by looking constantly to Jesus with trust, in other words, with trust that He will change us, the process we can be strengthened. God will make revelations to people that are hungry and thirsty. And I've noticed with me, the more that I embrace the more he gives me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The more I eat healthy food, the more I want to eat healthy food. Right. Right? She wanted to make chocolate chip cookies the other I night, know, and I just, wanted them. I saw a picture of them. They just looked so good. Right. And there's nothing wrong with chocolate chip cookies, but right. the only problem, you just can't make one. Right. And you just can't eat one. Well, I right? can make So you'd have to make a whole batch. One. Well, and I'll just keep the batch. I'll exactly. Give you one. So you rat hole them, then you eat them all, right. and then you'd be mad because you gained three pounds and, you know, and all that stuff. And, but see, you can't just make one. So you make a whole batch and then you got to deal with them, right? Right. So anyway, we talked about it and, and she made ice cream the other day. It was really good. Yes. So got a little bit left. But but st- <laughs> what am I talking about? Well, right? the, the, I but think the thing is, is, you know, when... When you eat healthy food, you right. crave healthy food. Exactly. Exactly. And when you eat unhealthy food, you crave unhealthy food. Right, because you Same don't... Thing. It's, it's not fueling your body the best, and so you don't feel good. So you're like, oh, I might as well just have, you know, another handful of chips, and then it turns into a whole bag. And yep, yep. The old guilt and, and shame and, and, and all that stuff. And rotten feeling. Right. And so, so once again... You, if you want to hunger and thirst for Christ, continue to follow Him. Do those, and you, I, I will create a taste for something when I do it, mm-hmm. and I can, you know, if I want to create bad example, but if I want to create a taste for pornography, all I got to do is look at it, right, right. and keep looking at it, mm-hmm. and the next thing you know. I'm going to create more and more of a taste for it. Mm-hmm. So you want to create a taste for the Bible or, or spiritual 
literature or partake in it. Partake in it. Right. And the more you partake of it, the, the more you're going to want to. Mm-hmm. It's just how how reality works, right. you know. Like I said, we we we're eating more and more healthy and we want to eat more and more healthy because we're eating healthy. It's just how it works. Right. Yeah. So, um by transforming a person, the image of God is reproduced in his followers. He becomes that new creature. Love takes place of hatred. And this is what it means to live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. It's by eating the bread that came down from heaven that changes us. So it's by seeing that example of, of a right life, a life that, that was righteous, that lived always doing right. You know, you see where, um, you know, he forgave, he healed, he allowed um, people to treat him wrongly, and there was no um, retribution on his behalf. And even though it looks like in many ways, and I guess you look at it in a human way, it almost looks like, wow, he really lost. But yeah, that's what it appeared on the surface. Exactly, but he's the one that... um, He's the he, he, he conquered that nature. Right. He conquered the nature that we all battle. That we all battle. He conquered it. And so in that regard, he saved the human race by conquering that nature that we've all caved into. He did not. And so um I, you said something interesting. Love takes the place of hatred because hatred is damaging. All of that kind all those t- gossip, jealousy, critical spirit. Mm-hmm. The more we engage and the more we damage ourselves to the point where we don't even see or know how damaged we are. And I I know nowadays we've observed people right. and that you say, man, they're off the hook and they don't even recognize it. it. Well, just like we, we work with another person and um, the relationship that they have with their family unit is really destructive. And it's the same um, process that that they go through over and over again. And it's not, you know, I told her, I gave, I gave this person the example. It's kind of like a mobile that's over a a child's crib. The little pieces are all tied together in one unit. And, um, when one bounces, the other one has a Everything else moves in concert. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not until we're willing to cut that string that ties us to that, um, mobile, that mobile, that that dysfunctional center of, of whatever it may be, will we be able to be separate from it? But then what's the what's a, the amazing thing is that we've seen the change, but you know what? It's been a long time. It's taken a long time because of those connections and those habits that we make. So the automatic is to get angry and to react in the same way. So the person has to forcibly think, how am I going to respond? I'm not going to get angry because right. that's I, damaging me. What's my plan when this happens? Because she knows it's going to happen. Right. What am I going to do different? Yep. And, and it's only, so the first thing is we say, God, I don't want to do this. I want to do something different. Now you give me the power yep. to do something different. And God will bring it to mind when it happens. Absolutely. See, when you, if you earnestly want, and that's what it means, I'm crucified with Christ. It means that we don't, because you you mentioned that earlier when Paul said, I, it's, I'm crucified with Christ, and it's not I that live, but Christ lives in me. That's how it happens. He, If you really want to change, he will give you the power to change, but it takes crucifixion. It 
takes it cru- to re- it is hard to resist that nature and even it may be justified that that person is hurting us that they're deliberately harming us mm-hmm. okay that does not make it right to deliberately harm them in return right or to even to allow that to harm you that you know well yeah that's the next right. whole deal but it won't <laughs> harm you if you as long as you continue to respond in that manner over time and we can see it happening this person is changing over time she she's a recovering addict and the more she's getting into the word and understanding god's principles and how reality works she's being changed and she sees it now and it is hard to see a change in yourself but she's actually analyzing and seeing wow this is a way better way and and i think one of the interesting things because we're talking about power so when things would happen to her she would go back to the power that the world offers. She'd go back to music. She'd go back to Twitter. She would go back to social media, whatever it may be, because she she was searching for something. But that just put her deeper and deeper in the hole. Right. So then it's finally been, you know what? I, I'm going to get rid of all my music that isn't Christian. Right. And I'm going to disengage from social media because I know that I turn to that in seeking relief. Right, when pain I need, relief. Yeah, and I need to turn to God right. to seek relief. Yep. And so once she starts doing that, you can see how that the attitude and the behavior is now saying, no, I'm seeking God, I'm seeking God. So it's it, she's she's seeking after the true power that's going to be, yep. that's, that's changing the real her, her power. heart. Yeah. Right. And so it is a complete surrender. And, and it has to be that we want to do that. Once again, God's not going to take our individuality away, and he's not going to force us to be kind and gentle. The fruits of the Spirit come from allowing him to come in and and asking us to surrender, and then we do. And surrender doesn't mean wave, wave, wave a white flag and give up. It just means to embrace the new way. Right. I'm and, surrendering. And to surrender that old self, yeah, have that you old ever man. Seen, have you ever seen uh, 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 when, when someone— uh, we, we watched some movie where some guys surrendered their weapons the other day. I can't even remember what movie it was. But what do they do? They, they take their gun and they give it up. And whatever weapon they had that they used in their warfare, in other words, what they used to defend themselves, they surrender. Mm-hmm. So now they have no way of defending themselves the way mm-hmm. they used to. Right. That's what we need to surrender because we used hatred, we used a critical spirit, we used jealousy, we used all these, a bag, a bottle, men, women, whatever. We used all these other ways to defend ourselves. As as a way of power to get through to the next day, right? And now we surrender all those Mm -hmm. ways. Mm Mm-hmm. And then what happens is, is the fruits of the Spirit begin to come. But not only that, you you have a a sense of true freedom from the things that, you know, so so much of our lives is is spent in bondage. You know, we can look at, we've said this before, you can look at a drug addict and alcoholic and you can see that they're in bondage to drugs and alcohol and everything else. But man, what about the person that has a critical spirit? Or what about the person that's jealous? Or what mm-hmm. about the person that's angry, resentful? They're in bondage, in even a worse bondage, I think, than a substance yeah. abuse because, number one, it's accepted. In yeah, human. a lot of times that anger and that hatred, you're getting a pat on the back Absolutely. for that. And that's feeding. That, 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 
you know, we've said it before. You want to change the world? Start here with start with yourself. Start, I guess start with me. Absolutely. That's that's how I change. And the world. we're the only ones that are responsible for ourselves. But that that bondage. So she's re- she's realizing where the power to change to break those chains of bondage are at. So you know, each one of us can say, you know, do am I being held by some chain chain of bondage that I'm mm-hmm. not even aware of? Right. And right. God, you know, search me. Like David That's said, David search said, me and what, find what is me. it that caused me to do that to your eye? What is it that, right. what's deep inside of me that caused me to want his wife? Why? How could I possibly be that selfish? Search me and find out. Or I, or what he, we, doesn't he sing, uh, water the furrows of my enemy's field with their blood? Right. You know, search me and see, because he's being very honest right there. Right. You know, happy is the man whose enemy's baby's heads are smashed and, against and, the rocks. And I think that that's why it's harder for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God is because we have um, so much and and we're not able to see where our true where sickness the, lies. Right. You we, know, and, we, we think we have all this power. We have everything we need and we're not like them and we're good to go. And God is saying, oh, you know. You know, because you look at David's life, and he had everything. He had women, concubines. But it wasn't enough. Right. What in it? So, yeah. You know, so do we know in our lives, can we, do we have a sense that we, when we come to Jesus and we partake of his power, is that enough? You know, know? what flashed in my mind was the guy that says, I will tear my barns down and build bigger barns, you know? In other words, it's not enough. It's store more stuff, right? Right. And so it, that's that's the big new thing right now, right? Our storage, storage, units. and storing stuff, and getting more, and having more, right. and and one of these days soon, it will all be taken away, and we're liable to see the biggest tantrum we've ever seen that the world has ever seen, right. and it's not going to be pretty. Right. And so we have to be prepared for that, folks. We have to be thinking along those lines that, you know, what's going to happen when things because an addict is trying to control everything. Right. He he wants to he, if it's a play he wants to be the lead actor he wants to write the script he wants to control the lights do the camera angles he wants to control everything right and he can't right and in our lives what are we trying to control when all of a sudden what's going to happen when things out of our control mm-hmm. start uh, happening really affecting our lives really affecting our right. our way of life and it's starting on to a, happen on a now. daily basis yeah and you know? how are we going to respond to that are we going to be okay god you know best you're allowing this to happen right and you know sometimes it can happen someone can get an illness or whatever something that's completely out of the out of their control but you know what we know there's a time that's coming upon us that it's going to be more than just an illness yeah that it's going to be our very circumstances of our life and gonna, are we prepared to go through that yeah and 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 of course, why 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 do we want to be pre- prepared in a certain way? Because once again, it's very damaging to to react. It's one way. There's right. two ways to react. Right. One is like Job. Right. Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. You know, and I mean everything. Or like, was it Aiken that went and hid the stuff under the? Uh, the un, was that in who, the pillows? Yeah, I think or, so. Yes. Yeah. And he got swallowed up. So yeah, do you know? Do you want to be swallowed up, or do you want to be a, a friend of God? You know, yeah. someone after God's own heart. Yeah, and uh, you know that that's why I think that the path is narrow. Yes. How many people really do want to say, you know, raise their hand and God say, God, yeah, I I do want to go change. ahead and, and I, take everything go, from me. And, you, oh, and oh yeah, gonna, that's a hard one. You know, uh, to to pray, I can pray 
for someone else and say, do whatever it takes to win them. I don't know if I can pray that for myself, do whatever it takes. So, you know, and I catch myself in the prayers, God, you, God, I, I, I know you want to win me over and I, I know you want to do whatever it takes, but, but don't hurt me too bad. Well, see, that's a lack of trust. Right. Because God knows exactly what it's going to take to win me. Right. Why, why am I still gun shy mm-hmm. on saying, just do what you need to do. God, I trust you. You've never lost a patient. As long as they trusted you, you've never lost a patient, not one in the history of the earth. Have you ever lost a patient that trusted you? Right. You know, that took the medication. And and that's what it's all about. It's it's about the prescription that God gives us. To Every, arrest that disease arrest of selfishness. Arrest the disease of selfishness to stop us from protecting ourselves at other people's expense, for to stop us from looking at problems being everybody else's problem but ours, you know. And so that's what once again sin causes damage. That's and that's in a nutshell. Now, uh, if you if you want to hear this program or the other programs that we've we've aired, uh, you can you can go to our website www.justasiamministries.com. And remember, folks, there are only two ways to live your life. One is like nothing is a miracle. The other is like everything is a miracle. And you have the freedom to choose. Do I love my neighbor? Thank you for listening to Freedom to Choose. There is truly hope for people whose lives seem to be overrun with problems, unhealthy relationships, or even imprisoned by some form of addiction. Rich and Susan Collenberg are living testimonials that biblical principles do work. They've authored resources available to move those you love toward freedom. If you'd like to order the Addiction Recovery Workbook, Seven Steps to Freedom, or the book, Could it be this simple, the way out of your prison? Please call Rich and Susan at 916-645-1297 or go to justasiamministries.com. As a nonprofit, they are supported by people like you. 916-645-1297 or justasiamministries.com. Thank you for listening. And remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.